Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, Venios has just hit $350,000 per month in revenue, up from $250,000 per month a year ago. They're working with over 100 power grid operators spread across Germany, Netherlands, Austria, Switzerland, India, South America, powering over a million substations to help these power grid operators optimize their systems and most importantly, decentralize the power grid, which is more sustainable. They're growing quick. They might raise, we'll call it two to four million here. I call it a 40 to 50 million valuation. We'll see what Jonas does. Hey folks, my guest today is Jonas Densazen. He's building a tool called Venios. That's V-E-N-I-O-S.com. It's power grid real-time operating system. Jonas, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we're working on that. We're working. All right. So, how'd you get? Who are you selling to? Are you selling to governments, or who's using this? So, so our solution is used by grid operators, by DSOs or DNOs, distribution system operators. So, the owners of the local monopoly, the owners of the grid, the Mm -hmm. the suppliers, the utilities, basically. Yeah. All around the world, are you focused on a particular geo? Oh, we started in Germany, then uh, rather fast went into Netherlands, Austria, and Switzerland. Now we do have uh, activities uh, in, in whole Europe and also first activities in South America and also in India. So uh, expanding because uh, we are solving a physical problem by using IT and the physical problem um, is everywhere where you start to integrate renewables uh, locally into your infrastructure. And so like I'm, a, I'm a power grid operator in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, what am I paying you to help me with? So um, the, the point is that um, the, uh, the old infrastructure, the grid is built like a champagne pyramid. So this is the old uh, perspective. Having the pyramid, having big bottles of champagne, uh, filling it from the top and then it goes down. Now, if you start to transform your um, system into a, decentralized renewable system then you have uh, it's like filling up the the champagne pyramid from the from the bottom line so you need to know where are glasses how full are the glasses where is some more champagne needed where do i have too much champagne and uh, so this complexity um we, we help with our solution to handle and um, this is uh exactly the pain we are solving so integration of evs integration of heat pumps integration of ac AC is less a topic in the Netherlands, but a big topic in India. Um, integration of, of PV, of course, a decentralized generation is a big topic. Uh, combined heat and power integration and, and all the decentralized um, um, assets 
because in the old world, we do have big power plants, coal, nuclear, gas. And uh, now we're building this system or we're transforming this system into decentralized system with small assets. So Un- understood. What is, the, what is the average power grid operator pay you per month or per year to use your technology? Oh, this is based on uh, the amount of substations. So uh, in the utility domain, on the monopoly side, on the infrastructure side, normally you have a payment um, based on, on counting points like households or industry. And we do to differ a little um, have an option to be um, you, um, uh, we, um, referring on, on the amount of substations. And um, it depends on how many substations you have. And um, so basically how big is your grid? So in um, so what uh, is the price per substation? Say, so what is the price per substation? Um, <laughs> um, so, so let me say it like this. Um, if, we, uh, if, you have, uh, if you have a project volume of $100, uh, an estimated project of $100. You have an implementation fee for the first um, for the first um, year and you have a SaaS fee and the SaaS fee is roughly 30 to 35% and the rest is implementation and the SaaS fee is ongoing. And it can depend if you have a small utility uh, from several 10,000 euros SaaS fee up to if you are a big utility uh, in India or a big utility in the Netherlands to several hundred thousand um Jonas try and simplify this is this is this is complex I get it you have a lot of different options but try and simplify this for my audience on average what is a power operator paying you per month or per year to use your technology across all their substations are we talking 20,000 a year or 2 million a year 20 million a year where are you generally? No it's between uh, so it's between uh, depending on the size uh, it's between 50 to 300 $300,000 per year Yeah okay okay got From it 50 to 300,000 and if someone's paying you $300,000 per year, likely how many substations do they have? Uh, then you're in the in the area of uh, several uh, 10,000 substations between, depending on the infrastructure quality and, and what is happening, um, between, um, I would say, 30 to 100,000 substations. Okay. And if someone's only paying you $50,000 per year, how many substations do they likely have? Um, Fully, uh, full rollout isn't they get uh, should be in the area of um, uh, from 150 to 500, depending on, okay. on the complexity of the of the infrastructure. And then to keep building that out, so let's say I have 500 substations. I'm paying you a SaaS fee of fifty thousand dollars per year. You're also then going to charge me an implementation fee of about what? Uh, so, so as mentioned, uh, so implementation um, is um, is one. Uh, uh, we do have thirty um, percent implementation, seventy thirty percent of what we SaaS. don't know what percent you're taking. So thirty percent of the so ACV if, you if, just gave if, me. If fifty thousand is SaaS fee, then you have an implementation project of roughly one hundred fifty to two hundred. Okay, got it. So the setup, just to go live, is one hundred fifty thousand, and the recurring fee on the back end is fifty thousand dollars per year. Yeah, and so you should have this. you should have really, really high net dollar retention then, because after someone pays a big setup fee, they never should cancel, right? That's a, uh, so we do have a so we don't have a churn rate. Churn rate is zero. When did you launch the company? First customer was in we what started, year? Uh, we started uh, ten years ago. Okay, so call it 2012, 2013. 12. And since then, you've had no one has started using you 
and then stopped using you or started you with a thousand substations and then de- uh, uh, churned down to a hundred substations? So we, um, so with small customers, um, we, um, we start normally with a full rollout. So, and uh, with big customers, we normally start in one region, like having, having a region A and then going from A to, to B to C and then growing into the infrastructure. Uh, because it's highly profitable, and if you have already started with one region, then it's uh, relatively cheap to to uh, because um, we are something uh, you can see our solution like the yeah, enterprise service bus uh, kind of solution uh, because we are connected to GI G information system to asset information system to SCADA system to all the solutions that are existing at the utility and uh, building then up a real time virtual twin for. Uh, planning and and for control um, the infrastructure and uh, yeah the value is so we have customers uh, with return to invest of less than one year with what less than one year uh, return of invest uh, I see my, my my question though I mean I under I appreciate the extra context you gave but that wasn't my question my question was has anyone started in region A B and C and then downgraded to only using you in region A. No. So in 10 years, you've had nobody even down, not, not cancel completely, but you haven't even had anyone downgrade one substation across your entire base. So we do have uh, structural changes within the infrastructure, of course. Then uh, um, assets go out and um, uh, new assets are coming in. But if you started to, to, um, to integrate our solution normally, um, we are in, in regions with a high criticality. So a lot of PV a lot of um, dynamics in the infrastructure and then our solution gives the value to bring transparency and controllability. Um, and I understand um, the product. It... I'm just asking about net dollar retention. That's no. all. Okay. Got it. So, so how many, if you add up all the individual power grid operators that currently rely on Venios, how many of them are there today? Uh, roughly a hundred. A hundred. And if you add up all the substations that is, are connected to your technology, how many to- <laughs> is it? It's got to be in the millions, right? It should be roughly a million, maybe, maybe more. We, we are working on that actually, because um, we, um, we do have a, a, a strong growth phase actually. And uh, just imagine um, having, um, so we have uh, two of three uh, DSOs in Delhi and in, in India and one DSO, uh, one third of Delhi is roughly like 80%, 90% of Scandinavia. So mm-hmm. Delhi is like massive. Jonas, talk to me more about your team. How many folks are full-time? Uh, roughly 30, uh, 30 people. 30 people. Small team. And what's the breakdown? How many are engineers? Uh, most of them. Uh, basically all of them. All, okay. Are you an engineer? Yes. Very I studied cool. uh, physics and uh, I've done my doctor in uh, production science at uh, in the automotive industry at Daimler. Who, who sells? Uh, in the beginning, I was a salesman, CEO and salesman, and then uh, now we have a small sales team and uh, growing. So we plan to double um, uh, the team within the next 12 months. And are you bootstrapped today or have you raised capital? Um, from a U.S. perspective, we are more or less bootstrapped. Um, we have like investment of less than a million into the company. Uh, and when did you raise that capital? Uh, we do have some business angel that founded with our star ended at founding. And um, in the last decade, we do have one founding round and collected some money. What, what year and was that? Actually, um, 
It was in 2018. So 2018, you did like a million dollar pre-seed round? Uh, less, because we do have, of course, um, the, the angel round. So all in, there was investment of less than one million into the company. Less than one million. Okay, that's great. So, so capital efficient. And then just to confirm, you've got these subsidies, uh, power grid operators, they're all paying you, again, somewhere between 50000 a year and $300,000 per year, right? Yes. So if we take 100 of those operators, and let's say they're all paying you the minimum of $50,000 per year, that would put you at MRR today of about $420,000 per month. Is that accurate? This is a realistic region. It's what? It's uh, in this region, yes. Oh, your your monthly revenue is in the 400, it's above $400,000. It's a little less, but the, the region um, the, is, is correct. Can you break $400,000 a month uh, this year, you think? So I didn't get the question. Can you break $400,000 per month in revenue by December? Break? break uh, sorry, I, I, Jonas, I, I, what do you plan to grow by this year? How much can you grow revenue yeah. this year? Uh, yeah, we're doubling. Okay, doubling. Okay, and did you double? So if you're doing caught $350,000 a month today, what were you doing exactly one year ago? To check the numbers, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, on the forefront. So, so I'm um, at that point. We are we're planning to d- more or less double the next. Um, now, Jonas, I'm asking. My question was and, the last and backwards, twelve months. Last twelve months was um, so we did have um, upgrowth of two hundred fifty percent in twenty twenty one. And um, restructured and yeah, restructured the company last year. So there was up uh, growth of roughly 10, 20%. I have to check the numbers in detail. Okay. Sorry. So, like a year ago, you were doing something like $280,000 per month and you grew 20%. Yeah, 250 to 80 something. 250. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Well, this is, this is, um, you have very efficient revenue per employee, right? I mean, you're doing between call it four and five million in ARR annual revenue today with a team of 33. That's a lot of efficient or team of 30. That's a lot of efficiency. How do you get that much revenue per employee? By offering a valued solution to our customers and uh, having a highly efficient implementation um, um, work. So normally we could do an implementation of a customer uh, up to 10,000 substations was is roughly a million counting points within less than less than 10 days including mm-hmm. all the infrastructure uh, data and um, our competitors or if you go into the normal uh, situation in this market it's um, it's like half of the time uh, our competitors need to set up a PMO understood and i got and my math a little wrong 80 if you're to doing 90% uh, implementation. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I got my math slightly wrong. Sorry. If you're doing 5 million run rate today with 30 people, you're doing more like $160,000 per month in term. I'm sorry, per year in revenue per employee, which is pretty standard for a private, uh, capital efficient, uh, SaaS company. So those numbers all check out. They look good. I mean, how do you go from a million substations to 2 million substations? What's your expansion strategy, especially if you're the only one doing sales? No, I'm not the only one. We do have a sales team. Well, you just uh, told me that all 30 employees were engineers. Yeah, but engineers could, so engineers could only, uh, um, so from the background, they're engineers, but there we do have um, people with an engineering background also in, in sales. So of your full-time team, how many folks are actually writing code on a daily basis? 
Um, we do have uh, 18 people uh, working in co-development and the rest is um, um, working with customers. Uh, um, uh, how many are sales reps with, how many are sales reps with the quota? Three. Okay. And how did you, every SaaS owner is listening right now, they always struggle with how to hire and structure their first sales hire. How did you come up with the quota for your first sales hire? So um, my first sales hire was now our chief sales officer. And um, so he was, uh, he was coming from the industry and um, he supported me like we we went both into the market and um, now he's he's the head of the sales team and we do have two colleagues within the sales team and sales team will grow um, up to four to five people within the next 12 months that's great any plans to raise capital you're going to stay bootstrapped basically bootstrapped uh we're thinking about uh, for accelerating um um the market entrance also north america and um, how much would you consider raising uh, we think about uh, between two and four. And and do you think you can get like a 40 or 50 million valuation? That would be uh, an interesting range. Mm-hmm. How do you get there today? I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with you. It's just the macroeconomic trends right now are just no one's writing checks. So it's um, so being in the field of critical infrastructure, being in a field where customers couldn't go bankrupt, and being and and having super solid cash flows from our customers, we don't. Do, so we're not faced with any uh, liquidity problem at the moment. We do have a lot of um, um, uh, capital um, institutions, I would say, um, that are asking about uh, if it's possible to to invest in vineyards. And if if you had a choice of raising two million on a forty million valuation or taking twenty million all cash upfront today to sell the whole company, which one would you take? No, selling the company is no option. So it's a multi-billion dollar market. And um, so in Germany, the investment in the infrastructure in the next 10 years is roughly at 100 billion. Um, so European-wide uh, investment in infrastructure only on the electricity side is roughly 1 trillion. Globally, something between 3 and 5. Um, and uh, but there should be enough room for having uh, several 10 or 100 million revenue um uh for it for to operate this critical infrastructure yeah but you have to go capture that market i understand it's big it's taken you 10 years to grow to four and a half five million bucks in revenue so what are you changing like how do you go now it's now it's kickstarting um so the point is it's a complex it's not selling books it's a it's a complex technology it's needed to work you need to so we're actually a platform generation four so we 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 put away our Old platforms. So now we are we can compete with with a big yeah with a, with a classical competitors right. like a Siemens, like a ABB, like a Schneider. And now it's like doubling every year or more. Profitable is uh, well. You didn't double the past twelve months. Just to be clear, you grew twenty percent the past twelve months. That's what you just told me. Yeah, but the year uh, but the year before we more than doubled. Understood. Understood. Let's. We're rooting for you, obviously. I'm just pushing you here. So let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's the last book that you read? Um, uh, it's uh, it's Faust from from Goethe. It's a German. Uh, uh, okay. It's a German book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? So, uh, is there a founder? Fast. Is there a founder that you're following or studying? Uh, from a technology perspective, um, 
I think um, Elon Musk is pretty interesting. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Venios? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, last night it was like three, but normally I try to get between five or six and a half. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I do have two kids and uh, I do have a wife, but we're okay. not married. Two kiddos. Okay, great. And how old are you? Uh, I'm uh, uh, 43. 43. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? Knowing that um, founding a company is not searching after the right um, vision or idea. It's just to... The, the will to form markets, and that is important. You, to The will to form something, to, to do something, not waiting on the brilliant idea. So we started with optimizing of EV and EV charging infrastructure. Now we are on, on the other side. So it's just do something. It's, it's important. Guys, Venios has just hit $350,000 per month in revenue, up from $250,000 per month a year ago. They're working with over 100 power grid operators spread across Germany, Netherlands, Austria, Switzerland, India, South America, Panet powering over a million substations to help these power grid operators optimize their systems and most importantly, decentralize the power grid, which is more sustainable. They're growing quick. They might raise, we'll call it two to four million here. I call it a 40 to 50 million valuation. We'll see what Jonas does. But in the meantime, Jonas, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks.